0: Welcome to Entrust Equipping Leaders, the podcast for Christian leaders, people who equip Christian leaders, and people who desire to grow in their Christian leadership skills. Last time you heard host Lori Lind interviewing Jason Pettis about facilitating relational learning. Today, Jason turns the microphone around and makes Lori answer a few questions
1: hey everybody this is jason pettis your guest host for the podcast today and uh, today i'm going to interview your typical podcast host here lori you know, Lori and I have been friends for a long time and going to the same church. I've been wondering about what she does and uh, what Entrust is all about. I know a few things, but we've never really sat down and had a really good conversation about that. And then I found out you kind of wanted to send this out on a podcast. So we thought, hey, let me ask you the questions. We'll have this conversation that I wanted to have anyway. But let's have it on the on the podcast and uh, record it and see how it goes. So you ready for this, Lori?
2: Well, I think so. Don't ask anything too tricky.
1: Okay, all right. So all right. first of all, the, help me get a better cl- picture of uh, a what, what. Give us give us some insight into the core mission and purpose behind Entrust. What's Entrust all about?
2: Now, that's a very good question, and it's a it comes up a lot. That question. Um, the tagline for the organization is multiplying leaders for multiplying churches. So that gives you a couple clues: something about leaders and something about churches. Um, our theme verse is 2 Timothy 2.2, where Paul's talking to Timothy and saying the, the things that you heard from me in the presence of many witnesses and trust to reliable people who will be able to teach others also. And uh, the concept there is just um, one generation of followers of Christ really investing in another generation of followers of Christ who are faithful and will in turn invest in additional generations of followers of christ and not just invest i mean invest yes uh it's leadership training we would call it pastoral leadership training church okay. leadership training started sneaking behind the iron curtain back in the 70s it's how oh, we. Began. that's how it
1: got started Well, my goodness that's that's got to have some crazy stories behind it
2: it does actually yep and that was really taking training to men who were shepherding churches under communism under mm. the thumb of the, the communist rule and uh, had no access to resources. And
1: you you got to be dealing with people who like just came to know the Lord and there's going to be a group of them together and now they're in charge and they know, <laughs> I mean, they want to follow the Lord, but they know nothing. And mm-hmm. uh, boy, that's I can see how that would be a, to try to equip. And and in this case, what it sounds like we are doing is, their interest is Entrust's mission is fo- lasering in on the people who would be the leaders of those groups to equip them with particularly what they need.
2: Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right, Jason. That's right. Yeah. What did they need? And finding out what the needs were, and then finding the best materials or developing the best materials. And in the early days, it was a lot of um, navigators materials and other things from other seminaries that were initially almost just translated, but then more and more new um, training courses written and translated and literally smuggled books in, and then uh, quietly meeting with these guys and holding seminars and and helping them learn. And then eventually it it expanded to where like, the women were like, well, we wanna learn too. And so more and more um, offering for for women and and, and women actually discovering that they could have Leadership roles in the church. I mean, they they didn't only have to play the piano, but they could True. perhaps help with with leading small groups or or teaching in various capacities. Whatever the various denominations had as a, uh, a conviction about that, we don't nice. want to violate, as in trust, um, the convictions of different denominations. But in general, helping people learn what they might need to learn to lead in various capacities well in the context. Of the local church,
1: absolutely. Is trust mainly engaging with uh, people who maybe are in countries where there's not a lot of resources for that kind of thing, not a lot of educations and trainings or whatever thing like that, or uh, would somebody who's in the United States and say, "Hey, I'm I'm just hanging out in this church, but I'd sure like to learn how to uh, disciple people better." Uh, you know, the uh, I I want to do Second Timothy two too as well. I want to be involved in that. How would might they engage with entrust?
2: Yeah, that's a good question too, Jason. And uh, yes, we have the answer to all of that is yes, we do have things going on overseas. We have various types of things that look quite different from one another, kind of a secret Bible institute in the Middle East that is uh, an actual on-site facility where people are coming and really being equipped to go back to the home country that they're from and lead house churches where the country they're in. They have no solid biblical mm-hmm. training whatsoever. And then we've got um, a, a school that we work with in South Africa called the International College of Bible and Missions. And several of the, the academic dean and the other faculty members are in trust, staff members, and they're literally teaching Bible college, seminary, seminary level courses for people who can hardly afford to go to college, and it's aimed at the the poorest of the poor, those who are pastoring churches in the townships of South Africa, and so that school really has its own niche. And so that's like an on that's a brick and mortar school. And we've got other things in different parts of the world to equip leaders in different ways. Then we get to the U.S. Well, we have no shortage of seminaries, right. Bible colleges, books, radio, TV. I mean, we have resources galore in in the West. But we do have things we offer, even in the West, including like the the course that you took with us, Jason, facilitating relational learning. Um, We have a series of four modules, um, of which that one is the beginning, FRL, and then that leads to Developing a Discerning Heart, and then Discovery Bible Study, which is really about inductive Bible study. And the fourth one in that series is specifically for women called Equipping Women to Serve. And that's a whole, if you go through all four of those, over the course of like four years, you are gaining a lot of skills and a lot of input and a lot of practice on shepherding women in any capacity. Then we have other Courses that are available for sale on our website that you can buy and walk through with a group like about lay counseling or building a lasting marriage or raising children or um, growing a healthy church, Um, various ones that are just a real in-depth seminary level uh, course that if you feel you want to grow more, you could just use it for yourself or you could go through it with a small group and maybe sharpen some skills or some understanding for use in the local church
1: nice that's a, the experience i had with frl was absolutely revolutionary in terms of helping me uh, be feel a lot more effective in leading small groups, and uh, so and and I think about the content of that material and the grace and the truth behind that that was intertwined together, and in that and for uh, interest to be bringing that to third world countries. I think of these people who are small Jesus following communities who are really and there's so many little ways they can get off track, and to to give them that grace and truth together to lead those people. But I think that it would be a ministry that would uh, can prevent a lot of uh trouble for small fledgling churches so that's great to hear Mm -hmm. so now you've also got this podcast going on and uh i guess this has been going on for how long have you been doing this podcast now
2: well i think we launched in july of last year which was 2022 so yeah just not even quite a year yet as we speak
1: so when you launched it, what what did you why did you do that? What do you hope to accomplish? And has that evolved at all as, you know, as time has gone on and you've done some more like what what are your uh, what's your goal? What are your, what's your aim?
2: Yeah, thanks. That's a good question. And I must say I, I think that aim is somewhat changing as we go. Initially, this podcast was tied to a newsletter that we had called Equipping Christian Leaders. And quarterly we published Two articles, one by a a professional, like a Christian expert, so to speak, a pastor or a seminary professor, and then a a companion article by someone on Entrust staff, and both articles on the same topic showing how Entrust approaches that topic. For example, contextualization or constructivism or why train women was one Mm. or equipping people online and harnessing technology. So we'd have these two articles. And then I started to think, well, let's take these articles out from just mailing them out to the people on the mailing list. And we also have them on the website. Let's make it a a verbal thing and maybe reach a few more people because it's really rich content. So I just started going back in time and contacting all of our authors and interviewing them one by one. And, uh, producing one or two or three episodes per author on that topic. And now, however, I have come to the end of those articles that we had. And so even as we speak, I'm thinking that this podcast is going to change direction just a little bit and become a little bit more storytelling. Mm. And yet uh, continuing to be a resource about um, training and equipping leaders sharpening leadership skills, um, honing what we do know or gaining what we don't even know that we don't know, to use our spiritual gifts and lead well in various ways in the local church.
1: Who are the kinds of people who you think are going to be most interested in the podcast? What uh, Who should be listening or uh, uh, who do we recommend this to?
2: Well that's right I I know who I would love to have listening. I'm not sure that we've gotten the attention of that entire target audience yet but I would think it could be definitely for sure pastors or elders deacons people in leadership in churches but really also anyone who's a, um wanting to grow in their faith and become more mature in Christ and and continue to invest in next generations of followers of christ Uh, because i think all of us can be equipping next generations of christian leaders whether we're we have that hat on so to speak i'm a professor at such and such seminary or Mm. i'm quote unquote just Lori who comes to church every sunday at this church but there's I, we I love the saying that we all should have a Paul and we all should have a Timothy in our life, um, someone who's investing in us and someone in whom we are investing as a follower of Christ. And then I think what Entrust has to offer more and more is not just uh, workbooks and training courses, but just um, a lot of expertise from a lot of people on how to do that, how to walk alongside someone and help them. Disciple them, mentor them, help them grow in their faith, and then how to really use your skills well in shepherding a flock, be that a small group, a Bible study group, or an established church or a new church. It's
1: it strikes me as you're saying that you know when you think about the where entrust uh, kind of got its roots from. It's like okay, you, you don't have the luxury of going away for a four year degree to get your thing. It's like these people are in leader positions, leadership positions right now. And how do we get them on the ground running to not mess this up <laughs> and to, <laughs> to 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 do what. The lord would have them to do as as shepherds and pastors and leaders and and that's what i found with the uh the frl material it was extremely practical uh useful uh easy to put it into practice right now we're not we're not very theoretical uh you know the material wasn't theory or uh heady or difficult to assimilate it was very um easy to take in and apply and make an impact uh in the local church right now so I think that's mm-hmm. that's a that's a great thought and so as, as you're thinking about the the episodes that you've done uh what are some that stick out to you as uh that might be uh people might want to go back and re listen to them or I mean, to get a a good flavor of uh kind of the best that we've that you've put out so far would you say
2: <laughs> well I can definitely say that it's it's improved over time those first few are, I can, I myself, I don't really listen to them a whole lot because I don't like to hear my own voice, but I, I know that it's, they were a little bit uh, less than professional and there's still a long way to go in production value, definitely. But um I would highly recommend the pair of articles about prayer. And mm. by God's grace, um Anne Graham Lotz agreed to do an interview with us about prayer. She's passionate about prayer. That's Billy Graham's daughter, by the way. And uh, she had done some work with us back in the 1990s in Russia and Romania. So she kind of knew our organization. And um, I mean, that episode um, is just the the prayer. She just sort of emphasizes if you just have prayer on your to-do list, your checklist as a leader, you're starting wrong already. Like prayer has to be everything you need to be. Everything needs to be suffused in your time in God's presence. And so, I mean, that was very, um, convicting to me and encouraging at the same time. And then actually we had a a pair of interviews that several people have told me, my goodness, I've gone back and listened several times and they were about um, best practices for using the online technology. So if you are training people online and maybe they're halfway around the world or maybe you're doing a Zoom study or maybe you're doing distance education, We have a seminary professor from Harding University in Arkansas who talks, who teaches that, and he just had so many thoughts about cultural sensitivity and just things to keep in mind. And then at the same time, we had one of our own staff who does a lot of online training, really giving just amazing tips, best practices. So I'd I'd recommend those two to anybody uh, who who may may ever take part in any online learning of any kind
1: nice so if someone's want to look those up or recommend to their friends what uh platforms are you putting this podcast out on
2: well as the saying goes wherever you get your podcast oh, you good. should be able to find us the name of it, this is entrust equipping leaders and um we're out there on itunes and spotify and all the rest you can also go to our website which is simply entrust number four org so and trust, E N T R U S T the number four dot org, and under resources just click podcast. It's right there. So uh, I think that's maybe two of the most simple ways. Or just search for Entrust Equipping Leaders.
1: All right. Um, is there anything else about the podcast or Entrust that you wanted to make sure that that I knew or and that uh, mm-hmm. everyone else knew too?
2: Now I just love to have people subscribe. If you find it, if you, I mean, obviously you found it, you're listening right now. Thank you for listening. Give us a review, subscribe, click the subscribe button, tell someone else if you find it good and uh help us to spread the word about this. And Jason, now I'm going to flip the microphone around one more time. Okay. I do want to ask you something. As you think about all that we've talked about, about what Entrust is about and this podcast what topics or what guests come to mind that you would find interesting or helpful in upcoming episodes of Entrust Equipping Leaders?
1: You know, the, um, I, I, I like small groups. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm also interested in, uh, uh, this is going to get really this, I don't know if you want to include this on the podcast, Lori, but well, you can, I'll throw it out there and you can do it. I, I was, um, uh, I, i'm interested in how american church culture has sort of in my feeling has gotten a little bit big and crusty (laughs)
2: Ah. and
1: uh and like we've built in a lot of traditions that and they're not necessarily harmful in and of themselves but it it may be time that to um to 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 relook at some of those things and and uh you know um it it was interesting. The so I read there was a book. Um, Francis Chan has a book, Letters to the Church, which is very critical. And I it was okay. I only read like half of it because I agreed with almost everything he was saying, but he didn't have any solutions. Like okay, well, what are we gonna do? You know, and oh. and and so I mm. and so if someone can make leave a comment on the podcast, as they said, you gotta finish the book, or maybe they know what the answers are, or whatever. I don't know. So, so because I and I felt like uh, so. I, I'm intrigued with people who are um, able to create I mean when you read the New Testament letters like Paul writes there is such an intimacy and a family orientedness about what's going on there um and to and, and an embracing of everyone together in a way that seems authentic and um it's some it's it's hard to keep that freshness going and, uh, the authenticity and and things like that. And so, uh, I am, uh, intrigued with authors or not authors. I mean, people who are thinking about that and thinking about how do we, and and the main goal there isn't to make me more comfortable. I think the main goal is like, I, I'm just trying to, what I'm going to say is kind of controversial, but it's like, I, how do we make the church culturally relevant? Like, um, the New Testament is very non-prescriptive, especially compared to the Old Testament. Right? The Old Testament was here is your culture in a box. <laughs> this is mm-hmm. what it looks like, and yep. the New Testament is we go out to all of the nations and in their where they are in their cultures we make little churches uh, among all those people. And and I think the New Testament says what it says and doesn't say what it says because it needs to fit into the whole world. And now <laughs> the way that church today you know in america was made was based on you know in the early 1900s that was what worked for everybody and that and we kind of stick to some of that stuff now how do we make small communities of jesus followers ie churches what would it look like if like this was no churches had ever been to america before and missionaries showed up and started making churches what would they look like I think it would be a little different than what we've got mm. now. And I'm, I'm intrigued by what that might be. Not that we're when I say cultural relevant, we're sticking to the plain teachings of scripture that what this Bible's simple is particularly the new Testament simply says, but um, yeah, anyway, well, you asked that question, you got more than you bargained for probably. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I think you might be saying like something like, well, what is really a church or what does it mean to be a church or what, what does um, corporate, Gathering and worship need to what mm. should it be? What should it look like? What could it look like? What's mm. really core and what's become all about culture? Something along those lines, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that does make me think there's one more episode we had that I have heard many people say they liked a lot, and I meant not any of them were bad. I mean, you can listen to all of them, and there's something good there with amazing guests along the way, but there's one way back with Pastor Jeff Simpson from the Alliance Church in Lansdowne, Maryland. And I asked him, the whole thing was, why even equip leaders? Why in the local church, especially in the U.S., focus on equipping leaders? And he really talked about how um, pastors just get busy and they just do what they do. And it's easier Mm -hmm. to do everything themselves. And um, he liked so much the idea of just slowing down and investing in a few people and letting people lead different things in different ways and maybe even fail sometimes and that's okay. And um I don't know his approach and the things he said were very fresh and almost making me think of what you're saying Jason like
1: Yeah, no, you're church... talking my language with what but just what you said about that makes me want to go back and and check that one out. So that I think you're you're right on.
2: Yeah, church can be It doesn't have to be what you think it has to be in some ways, maybe, is what he was almost saying. So, yeah, check that one out. That was a real early one about why train leaders and uh, Pastor Jeff Simpson was the guest that day. But, uh, yeah, I'm really interested to know what... I like what you're saying, Jason, and I will explore that further and maybe revisit some conversations with you down the road.
1: And if you got uh, if you're getting feedback or comments on the different podcasting platforms, I'm sure you're keeping an eye on those. So, if other the listeners have ideas, I'm sure you're very open to those. So, uh, yes, yeah, and I'll invite on on your behalf. I'll invite your listeners to uh, barrage you with ideas. So. So, well, Thank Lori, you. thanks a lot for taking the time to explain to me what's going on. These are questions. I was funny. I was, you know, telling my wife Allison I was going to be visiting with you about some of this stuff. She goes, "Well, what does she do for Entrust?" And I was like, "I'm going to find out,"
0: and now I know.
2: <laughs> now you know.
0: So, thanks, there thanks a go. lot for the time, Lori. Appreciate it.
2: Thank you, Jason.
0: You've been listening to Entrust, Equipping Leaders, the podcast for Christian leaders. People who equip Christian leaders, and people who desire to grow in their Christian leadership skills. Today's guest, Jason Pettis, asked Lori about this podcast, and she asked him for ideas for upcoming episodes. Now we'd like to ask you what topics would you find practical and helpful in relation to equipping men and women to lead well in the local church, both at home or overseas? What guests would you like to hear from? Write your ideas in the comments section or send an email to Lori. Her address is lauriel at entrust4.org. That's L-A-U-R-I-E-L at entrust4.org. You can find her email address in the show notes. Send your ideas and you may hear them addressed in future episodes of Entrust Equipping Leaders.